Hello and welcome to Business at City Watch. This is Michael. I'm going to be talking with Kenny Denman. And one of the things we're going to talk about, which I think might be of, a, of importance to you, is the employee retention credit. Uh, I remind those of you who are listening to us to please uh, like and or give an opinion with regard to this wherever you happen to receive your podcast. We'd be very appreciative of that. I should say that uh, Kenny is a CPA and does handle employee retention credit cases uh, exclusively. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But first, tell me about yourself. Uh, you're a CPA. How long have you been in this profession? And how did you wind up handling this sort of thing? I've been a CPA, a tax advisor, for close to 15 years. Um, I really cut my teeth working with businesses and individual and income tax advisor. I work with a large firm um, based, based out of New York. Um, my, my office was uh, in Miami, Florida, and I was with them for just under 15 years. I made partner there, um, but got heavily involved with the employee retention credit, um, basically because most of my clients were private equity portfolio companies, not eligible for the PPP. And when the ERC originally came out, you had to choose one or the other. Um, so businesses that weren't eligible for the PPP were the real early candidates for the ERC. Um, and I saw an opportunity to break off from my much larger firm uh, to start Easy ERC, sort of the middle middle to the late of, of 2021. And uh, today we are close to 50 professionals. We're based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And as you, as you mentioned, we are exclusively working on the employee retention credit. Um, I, haven't, I haven't really looked at an income tax matter in the last year and uh, uh, I'm not missing it. See, and I think there'll be um, work up until the very end of the expiration of the program. Sounds terrific. Uh, now that we've laid the groundwork a little bit, I think we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about the employee retention credit and a few other things. And we'll do that right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, uh, we are back with Kenny Dentman, and we're talking about the employee retention credit, which is on everybody's minds right now. Before we talk about the credit itself, let's talk about employers and what they, how they qualify and how they don't qualify. Uh, one of the few things we mentioned is that uh, there's no limit, if I understand you correctly, with regard to how long the employer has to be in business, and there's no limit as regard to their PPP uh, money that they might have received. Uh, and basically the number of employees doesn't matter that much either. Have I covered all that right? <laughs> Somewhat. So the, the employee retention credit has different rules depending on which year you're looking at. Um, there's a credit available in 2020. It's up to $5,000 per employee. Um, and really, in order to qualify for that credit in full, um, you're going to have to have under 100 full-time employees, and you're, you're, you're always using 2019 as your testing period. So much like the PPP, you sort of look to 2019 as your pre-COVID control period. Um, so the, the 2020 credit is best suited for, for smaller employers, sub-100 sub uh, full-time employers. 
Um, but the credit got dramatically expanded in December of 2020 with the Consolidated Appropriations Act. That moved the $5,000 credit that applied in 2020 to a $21,000 credit in 2021. So you'll often see advertisers saying, oh, we'll get you up to 26,000. That 26,000 is allocated 5,000 in 2020 and 21,000 in 2021. The other nice thing about the 2021 credit, they moved that 100 full-time employee test up to 500 employees. So much larger uh, employers can qualify in full for the 2021 credit. And obviously, you know, the credit is much larger in 2021. There is a credit available to employers over 500 employees, but it's, it's limited to wages paid to employees while they weren't working. Um, but there is a credit available in much, much smaller. Okay, now you hear about the horror stories from employers who say things like, well, I applied for this and I couldn't get it and they refused to let me have it and things like that. Is that because of the year that they're qualifying from or trying to qualify from? Or how does that, how does that, how do they get denied, I guess is what I'm asking. It's usually their CPA that's telling not eligible. Most CPAs are comfortable with, a, you know, a tests that are grounded in accounting. So there are two ways to be eligible. So, you know, back to your first question, they have to have W-2 wages. They have to be paid somewhere between March 12th of 2020 through September 30th of 2021 and those wages couldn't have been paid for with the PPP fund. So you can take a PPP loan and and qualify for the employer retention credit, um, but you can't take a credit that was paid for with PPP funds. So first first prerequisite, you have to have wages across that period, um, but those wages have to land in a period of time where you were either suffering a financial statement um, impact, you had to have a decline in gross receipts, um, that was a 50% quarter over quarter decline for the purpose of the 2020 test. That softened a bit. It moved to a 20% quarter uh, over quarter decline using quarters in 2021 against 2019. Um, so it was, a, it was a less significant financial statement impact test or gross receipts test. Um, but there is a second test, and that is a purely facts and circumstances based test. It looks for a business interruption as a result of a COVID-19 executive order. That's where most CPAs that are, that are focusing on income tax or pure accounting find themselves uncomfortable. So a lot of what you're hearing out there of, oh, oh we don't qualify, is based on uh, you know a, a business owner going to their CPA and their CPA saying, well, you didn't have the financial impact, you don't qualify for the credit. There is another test out there, and, and that test is um, a lot more complicated, and that's why why service providers like ours exist to fill that gap for the employers that are, are being um, denied eligibility on the financial statement test, but that were eligible under this concept of a, of a business interruption. Okay, now I have a couple of questions regard to, with, in regard to business interruption and employees, uh, amount of employees, but let me break and come back and I'll ask that after that. So we'll be right back after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we're back with Kenny Denman, and we've been talking about the employee retention con uh, con uh, credit for those of you who haven't been with us from the beginning, although I know that there are a few of you that are or haven't been. Uh, 
before we went to break, uh, we were talking about, or I was talking about, the amount of employees that uh, were retained, actually retained during that. Does this pertain to specific employees, or is this employee count? In other words, if you started with 100 and you still have 100, do you qualify, or do they have to be the same people that you know you might have let go, you know, during or might have quit during that? You know what I mean? That's, that's a great question. It's, it's always um, easiest to explain the employee retention credit by comparing and con- contrasting to the PPP. And what you're describing there was a test that that most employers taking a PPP loan um, ha- had to pass. So they basically had to prove they retained a sufficient number of employees. Um, the employee retention credit, you know, although it is called the retention credit, you, you can absolutely reduce your workforce and still qualify for the credit on wages paid to employees that existed at the, you know, the moment in time you were eligible. So if you if you started with 100 employees and let's say you had 100 employees in uh, 2019, and then you reduce that workforce to 50 employees. Well, you're only going to be taking the credit on the wages paid to those 50 employees. So had you retained the other 50, sure, there would have been a credit available to them. Um, but likely, you know, you, you, you reduced your employee count to, to, to basically meet the needs of the business. Now, it has to be the same employees. In other words, you can't get rid of 50 employees and then hire another 50 and then try and claim the, the, the benefit on the, on, the 100, on the new 100 that you have, right? No, no, you actually can. Um, you know, the, the, one of the objectives simple um so you know in a perfect world um you know congress would have passed a law that that required you to sort of keep the you know the the pre-covid employees on the payroll but you don't have to get that to that level of granularity and tracking and tracing um you know which which employees pre-existed covid and which were were continually uh be paid during covid okay now for those who didn't catch the first part of this what is the actual amount per employee that you can claim? The amount is up to $26,000 per employee. Um, however, to get to 26000 you kind of have to hit what we call the, the holy grail of eligibility. You have to have had either of those financial statement tests met, so a gross receipts decline test met, uh, or you'd have to meet this concept of a business interruption um, for the entirety of the of the period from March 13th through September March 13th 2020 through September 30th of 2021, um, and you have to have pretty well paid employees to get to that $26,000 cap. The way the credit functions is it is a in 2020 a 50 cents on the dollar credit um, on wages paid to to employees in 2020, and to get to 5,000. Um, you have to pay obviously $10,000 of wages to that employee uh, dur- during the, the 2020 period. When you move to 2021, it's a quarterly test and it's a 70 cents on the dollar credit. So in order to get to $21,000 of, of the maximum credit that exists in 2021, you'd have to pay an employee $30,000 across um, the first three quarters of 2021. So in order to get to the cap, you'd have to have eligibility across that entire period and considering that you know your ppp loans were going to fund some of the employees wages across that period you're usually you're usually looking at fifty sixty thousand dollars of annual w-2 comp to get to that cap to get to that cap in most cases we're seeing employers claim somewhere between 10 and and 12 and a half thousand in terms of the total credit 
which, you know, looking at a, an employer with 10 employees, you know, that's $100,000 to $125,000 of credit. Um, so, you know, maybe it's not the 26000 that um, some, somebody was advertising in your inbox that you were going to get the claim, um, but it's not a bad price to get, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, this, this range of 10000 to 12500 Certainly something is better than nothing. I get what you're saying. Uh, let me do this. Let me break one last time. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we are back in the last few minutes with uh, Kenny Detman. And tell me a little bit about you personally. I know we talked about you at the very beginning. Uh, you're a CPA. You've been doing this exclusively for the last year. If people want to ask you questions specifically or hire you or get in touch with you, how would they do that? The, the best way is to, is to submit a very brief questionnaire on our website, www.ez erc.com Sounds good. I thank you so much, uh, Kenny Dedman. And we've been talking about the employee retention credit uh, with a very confident uh, CPA who has been very gracious with us today. And I thank you, sir. And remind all of you who are listening to believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And we will talk to you next time.